Oh. Woo -hoo -hoo. Welcome. Hold on, let me let me get the booty situated. Oh Jesus, Clint. I could have sorted this shit before I start. Okay, now we're starting. Check, check. Alright. Welcome to episode 117 of the Off and Beat Podcast. Again, I am your host, Clint Nelson. Uh of course, as always, before we start today's pod, don't forget to like, comment, subscribe, follow this podcast on all apps, put the notification bell, leave a review, but most importantly, suck some titties. Uh, recording this at 5.43 a.m. February 24th, Thursday, February 24th. Uh, this will be... The Saturday pod, which is kind of becoming a popular thing. Kind of like this, kind of have a little bit of a schedule now. Just so you know, my plan is, I know typically I post just whenever, but I kind of like this. I found a routine where Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday. The goal is four episodes a week. Not a set in stone, but it's set in like, you know, the Sorcerer's Stone, where he's like, he's having a hard time pulling the thing out. So if, I, if like, I'm ever having a night where just having a hard time pulling the sword out, and the sword is symbolism of my thoughts or my ability to speak, um, then as long as none of that gets in the way, this pod will be a Disney movie, hidden sexual symbolisms. And there's always love. Uh, Disney's obsession with love is kind of interesting, but hey, but seriously, uh, first, before we actually start, you've already read the title. The title of today's pod is The Thicker the Rent, The Thinner the Mint, or I haven't decided, should I put The Thinner the Mint, The Thicker the Rent? I don't know. Basically, switch them around, give them a little switcheroo. We both love mom, women with grown women needs. I know no one wants to really think of it like that, but every mother does have grown woman needs. You know why? Because she's a grown woman. And she's a human being with needs. But seriously, before uh, we get into, you know, some actual fun stuff in today's pod, I don't have anything blatantly planned out, but I do have a few things I have an idea of. But before we start, I want to... I want to say thank you to the fans, and you know me, typically I'm like, fuck, I don't give a fuck about the fans, but obviously, you know I give a fuck about you, um, I don't give a, I don't give a fuck about you, uh, actually, I don't fuck with you, uh, Big Sean, but, you know, he's like 5'7", but, um, no, but seriously, so, there has been a jump in a fan base here. I'm not even joking. I don't understand, first of all, I don't understand why podcasters or anyone is so, like, uh, has such a, I don't want to say pretentiveness or secretiveness to hide their analytics from the audience. Like, I have no reason to not want to share it. Like, I have none to be ashamed of. I'm happy of it. Um, but this week, the podcast has really grown, like... I'm not talking about like I've gotten 10,000 followers, but I do now have 64 followers. I checked it before and after I came home from work. And not only the followers legitimate, the plays per day 
starting to ramp up, right? And of course, you know, um, a good portion of that is uh, the recent episode, Cynical Lover Boy. Well, not actually, it's technically not the most recent, but haven't posted 116 yet. But episode 115, Cynical Lover Boy with Sam Hunt's divorce. Unfortunately, uh, one man's downfall is another man's 200 plays. <laughs> That's the same, right? Um, but yeah, look, uh, that episode, episode 114, has, I'm surprised that one has as many plays as it does, being the fact that it's pretty specific type of thing. Um, but Fuller House of Lies has got over 113 plays. Uh, Sam Hunt's Cynical Lover Boy has over 200 now in a couple days, which is pretty big for this pod. Um, I have over, I'll share it. I have over 7,000 plays now, all time. Hit a milestone today. 64 followers, over 7,000 plays. Um, Very proud of that from being, you know what? Let's make me the biggest no-name podcaster in the history. You know, there's been uh, podcasters that typically podcasts get big when someone already was kind of established in something else, right? Here's the thing with podcasting. Any podcast that they've either, they've already have a fan base, anyone that becomes at least fairly popular, they either stand up comedians, they are either uh, comedian, or I already said comedians, what a fucking idiot I am. Uh, they either are, already have a, they've either worked at like ESPN, when you get in the sports, they've worked at ESPN as a writer or a radio host, they, uh, Simply, you have people that have an established name outside. They are a political person, and they gain a fan base and something else, and they have people follow them, so you already start with a little something, right? When you're a complete fucking no-name like me, and I actually hate the term no-name, but I understand when someone, most time when someone says no-name, it just means you're no-name and just grand media, which in my case is true. We're going to buck that trend. You got to start somewhere. Um, but yeah, I just want to send a quick, well, that was a pretty long, thank you. I just want to send thank you to the fans, the pod. Um, I really think at least the hard work, the consistency is actually starting to see a little bit. Some, I'm trying not to get too in my skis right now, but you know, it is good to really start seeing some payoff, you know, start taking different approaches different way you kind of go about your episodes, and to actually see like, hey, we see what you're doing, we appreciate it, only if my, by the way, um, I, I, I just want to send a shout out to my friend Jeffrey, even though he did call it, hey, you know what, keep doing your little podcast, I know what it meant, it's cool though, it's cool, I know, it's very woman-y of, hey, in this great compliment I'm going to give you, I'm going to throw a little shade of an adjective, like, oh, it's so cute, that little podcast you're doing. It's like, yeah, well, you know what, technically, you're not wrong, it is little, but you know it's not little? My fucking ego. Um, but no, no, seriously, uh, he's always kind of like, hey, man, you know, sometimes it's been hard, someone I meet on a regular basis, I talk to at least once a week, I would say. He's always he's always really supportive. Not that we talk about the podcast. Not that he's ever actually listened to a minute of it. And because he's not really a podcast type of person. But he just like 
I think the big, you know, I, I think really just in general, this, I'm going to get to the episode, but um, I think in general, typically, you don't have to always be like overly like positively supportive in the sense of, oh, I'm going to sit here and listen and I'm going to sit here and like sit you and cheer on the sidelines type of thing. It's kind of like with parenting. Like, I think honestly, the biggest, you don't have to sit there and actually like go to every single game. You don't have to actually sit there and just be like, oh, oh, little Johnny, you can do it. But I think just as big of a deal as saying is actually just not saying, nah, you should stop, you should quit type of thing, right? Anytime, like, I'm never going to tell someone not to do something because you know what? You never know what someone will become. Um, But yeah, so, all right, starting episode now. Okay, today's episode is the thicker the rent, the thinner the mint, or the thinner the rent, or the thinner the mint, the thicker the rent. Um, But before we get into kind of, I guess, the theme, um, I just want to Quick trip, quick trip, girl update. In case uh, for all these new sixty or fifty-eight followers than before, <laughs> um, th- there's been this quick trip saga with the girl at the register. Nothing like that. It went from it. It, it triggered me one night when I went there, got my two for two eighty-nine cheddar bratwurst. Not really a great deal. The more I think about it, I mean the fact they used to be two for two forty-nine, but they just upped the price because they're like, Clint's still gonna get it. That's how it works. It's cool though. It's cool. Um, but is this girl up there? And I remember one day I said, "How are you?" You know, it's four or five a.m. Just being a guy and cool. She cashes me out. Fast forward. I said, "Have a great night." And she said, "Likewise." And you know, I went on a rant. I don't remember which episode, but I went on a little thing where it was like, "Likewise, why does likewise not feel some type? Of, why does it feel like she's saying this?" You know, you know, as we, at least me, overthinking, overreacting our heads about things. Then I remember the next time, or a couple times later, whatever. Same situation. Hey, I hope you have a great night. And even worse, I got downgraded to not even words just mm mm-hmm and I felt so much worse about that because damn I got demoted to not even something you can accurately display in the text because let's be honest I don't know when someone texts me mhmm does that mean mm -hmm, mm-hmm or mm like I don't know what mm mm-hmm looks like in a text but I know it's basically like I don't give a fuck to talk to you I know the signal. Uh-huh. Ah. Or what's someone put A-H-H. Ah. That basically means I'm sucking someone else's dick. <laughs> but no, seriously. Like, it's those, those type of terms and ter- words that aren't even words. They're just moans and expressions. It's like, oh. Uh, that's a different type of expression. I don't know how to put that in text either. I'm pretty sure if you were to say, type in, if you were to say, uh, phone, you know, now you can actually voice text in a phone. I've seen a friend do it and his actually works really well, but most of the time I've done voice text on my Samsung notes. Doesn't exactly yield the same result. Let's just say, 
it'll be like I say, oh, you know, let's say just for today's title, I would say the the thicker the rent, the thinner the mint. You know what my voice text would probably say? Uh, the thicker you bent the tree, the more the tree thin lent for free. Like it would say some bullshit like that. It's like that's not remotely what I said. Now, granted, my phone's seven years old, but anyways, back to the quick shape girl. Uh, took a little QT down the wrong alley. Um, and then tonight, right? Tonight, I went, and she was there again. And I'm like, ah, what's the deal? What's going to be the adventures of Shark Boy? And I guess she, huh? She is kind of goth, so a little lava girl. Cause, oh, Jesus. But uh, I went up there, the same spill. I'm like, you know what? I'm a persistent individual. I'm in a good mood. You know what I got in return? Be safe out there. But not just any be safe out there. With actual, like, be safe out there. Like, she meant it. No sarcasm. No deep, under-the-surface type of predatory thinking. I actually felt like she meant, be safe out there. I don't know what happened. You know, maybe she, maybe she was, maybe she got out of a bad relationship. And she's starting to feel herself again. I don't, you know, maybe, maybe she's, uh, maybe she, you know. Let's just say I had a really good morning, if you get my drift. Um, maybe she, maybe she got a pay raise. I don't know, but not only did I get promoted back to sentences, the first time she said a sentence to me, I got a, I care for your well-being too. Like holy fuck. But yeah, quick trip girl update. It's nice to know that we've uh, patched things up, even though we've never actually verbally really talked to patch anything up, but boy, uh, we would have some sour kids. Oh, Jesus, Clint. Sorry. Had to do it. Uh, Keep it in the family. Uh, But yeah. Oh, so another. Um, I really think it's time for me to throw out a pair of pants. Now look, I'm a guy that likes to push the envelope on what's acceptable or not. Um, I definitely like to wear things years past when it should have stopped being worn. Uh, I basically like I have shoes that make my left toe fucking hurt, but you know I wear the work to every day those same shoes because. The hassle of going to try on shoes. I don't know about you guys. Jeans and trying on shoes is a little side tangent. Shoes and jeans and pants really in general, but especially fucking jeans. I still can't figure out, do I want to be a classic man? Do I want to be a slim fit? I'm not a slim guy, but sometimes I'm slim in areas that don't proportion to other parts of the body. You know, it's like... It's like, especially when you're a weight fluctuator guy with the jeans, it gets really tricky. Because now my jeans, 
they used to be a little bit tight around the waist and now they're fucking literally they could fall down to my knees after eight steps right but that's not the issue with the jeans but buying jeans and shoes in general is like the worst experience ever because you try on the pants in the fitting room and you're like, wow, these feel pretty good. And then for some reason, no fucking reason at all, you haven't taken them and wash it or nothing. Two days later, you pull it out of the Coles bag, you put them on, and for some reason, halfway through the day, they just don't feel real fitting. And you realize, fuck, did I get the right size? It's like, look, I understand I'm never going to get the perfect size for my body. I'm not... You know, I, I, I just kind of accepted, like, look, there's I don't know my perfect size, but I know it's not the generic 32, 32, 34, 32. It's funny how with, like, sizes, which, with clothing that we wear all the time, it's, fun, it's just funny how we just accept that, nah, close enough. Like, what's something in excess that you just say, ah, close enough? Something you have to wear all the fucking time. Something you will get judged on whether you have kids or not. Some girls going to look at you and whether it's tight fitted or a little too tight can be the difference of meh or want to come to the fitting room. I can make sure uh, the belt gets on really well. But no, you never get to that point because you can't find the right pair of jeans to show the quads in proportion without it look like. They're a little too tight. Because you don't want little too tight pants. And, you know, you can't even hide the illusion of what you really have. And then it's like, meh, I'm good. But you get in the fitting room. And once you pull it out, and they're like, meh, we're already in the fitting room. Hey, what are you going to do? Fit it in your room. Uh, talk about a panic room. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Um, but, yeah. Um, more like... It's going to sound more like panic at the disco in there. That's going to be a fever you can't sweat out. Because lying is the most fun a girl can have. Woo! And it is time to dance. Uh, I was trying to think of uh, another song on that album. But all their songs are so fucking lengthy in their titles. And I can't... The only difference between Marty Dom and these nuts... Like, I don't fucking remember all the names. Like, it's like... Uh, London beckoned the songs like I don't like I don't remember verbatim but you get the gist um but yeah uh there look jeans are just not something that fit right on a man more times than not like it's really hard I get it you could get the tailored time types but I'm not driving in the fucking some tailored place in downtown ATL for some guy to measure my seams or whatever the fuck they actually measure like what do you measure my kneecap have you ever seen like i don't know if you guys remember the episode of friends as an avid former listener watcher friends or whatever there was that episode where uh what was it was it uh Ro- oh joe or uh, ross was getting um oh no it started with chandler no yeah chandler was getting his pants tailored i couldn't remember if it was for a dinner thing or maybe it was for one of the weddings of the eight weddings that happened in the 10 seasons um but they were getting their pants you know tailored right but joey had a guy and this is definitely a lesson learned like when your friend has a guy for something you know there's certain things that you know what fine you have a guy to recommend me a restaurant cool 
You have a guy to give me a good rate on a car? Oh, he works on my cars. He can fix your car for like half the price if you go to some fucking overpriced, you know, uh, freaking... Mining key. Nah, I don't know why I drew a fucking blank. But yeah, you know those fucking overpriced places. Uh, but yeah. But he had a he had a guy for tailor for measuring pants and measuring clothing for a specific formal events type of thing. So Joey like he invited the guy over to the apartment. Or no, not to the apartment, but uh, uh, Chandler went there and whatever. And the camera shows him up top, like you know, doing like from the waist up shows. All right, so we're gonna measure, and Chandler's just like, all right, cool, whatever. And the next thing you know, his facial expression is like, and you could tell from the audience laughing, you could pick up like, oh, this guy is touching the junk, and it's like, oh, like I don't know what I would do if I was getting my seams measured, and he decided to see in between, you know, my seams. If he goes a little deeper uh, in the crest. Uh, <laughs> a little smooth for the gooch, huh? <laughs> That's actually disgusting. Maybe that should be the title. Is smooch for the gooch. Um, <laughs> oh, Jesus. Uh, but yeah, he was, uh, so then Chandler, he gets home and you see Joey's like, so Joey. You didn't, uh, you didn't let me in. He's like, yeah, does it? Basically, like, whatever. And Joe's like, yeah, how, that's how they do it. And Chan was like, no, it's not. Or whatever. They have this back and forth. Then Ross walks in. And Ross walks in. He's like, yeah, what's the problem? And Chandler said, Joey's, mm. He's like, he, uh. He moved my thing or whatever. Like the whole thing basically he explains. It and he's, Russ is like, no, that's not normal. And I forgot what the bigger point of this. But yeah, I'm not fucking going to get my seams measured. Just so I can finally have some well-fitted jeans. But you know what? You know what would probably not happen if I had at least well-fitted pants of some sort? And I only have this problem with jeans. Makes me want to punch me in the jeans. Probably makes you want to punch me in the jeans just hearing this. Is I get rips in the same part of the crotch area. It always starts underneath, like underneath, I call it the the equator of, you know, the, you know, the type of. Uh, thigh area right you know like you know like if you hold your jeans up you can get there and basically you know let's just say under the gooch okay yeah i said it yeah all right are we can we move past it can we move past the desensitization of the gooch and i know for men's is gooch girls is cooch and you know what a little pooch smooch for the gooch cooch and this thing you know it's this podcast because man, I'm really getting under the skin here. Um, yeah, I guess you could say we're really getting skin deep. Uh, Jesus. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's always got it's always got like a burnt aftertaste. If you know, you know. 
Uh, <laughs> that's disgusting as fuck. Um, it's kind of like dark. It's kind. It's literally. It literally kind of tastes like dark chocolate with the almonds in it. It's like first of all the almonds parts not really necessary. No one literally when when it comes to Hershey shit. No one asks for more nuts. No one asks for nuts and chocolate. What well, like milk chocolate, dark chocolate. And if you want to do special quote unquote dark chocolate, fine. We don't need to start inserting M and M's, almonds, fucking nougats, whatever the fucking nougat is, and it tastes good. Because I know stuff that has nougats in it and always fucking tastes good. But now advertisements are like, it has got the creamy nougat. It's like, you know what? I I can identify what a nut looks like. Even mine. I can identify what uh, crunchy caramel Twix shit. I can identify cookies, little cookie texture shit. If you were to lay out a nougat by itself... One, no one's just going to eat a nougat by itself. One, because no one knows what the fuck it looks like. For all we know, it could be the shape of a tampon. And we just like, eh. It could just be a tube that actually holds this shit. But if you were to put up, this is what a nougat looks like. I would be like, what the fuck? I don't know what the fuck this is. There's a little like edamame, but for like caramel flavor. I don't fucking know. But just keep chocolate simple. Just keep candy simple. And I'm not a big fan of trail mix with fucking candy in it. I'm in the fucking woods. What makes you think ah, a couple M&M's are going to do the trick here? Um, but yeah, and M&M's, they, did, they didn't look like whores. Alright? For people that are bitching about the M&M's, they look too sexual. You know what? When you were kidding M&M, you know what you weren't thinking of? You weren't looking at the M&M minis little tube and like, oh... I need to go to the bathroom real quick. And you're, and then your friend Cody's like, what's wrong? He's like, nothing's wrong. But Jesus Christ, I can't contain myself. No. You know what? They have a problem with who framed Roger Rabbit when they had the whore Lola Bunny knockoff on there. No. They're focused on fucking M&Ms. Jesus. Anyways. Um, yeah, pants. Um... I I think I'm I think I've pushed the style envelope just a tad, just a tad past the threshold, and now we're potting. I always start potting around 25 minutes. I don't know what it is. I uh, I have the whole. It always starts as like a little sliver of a hole. It like the phrase you start seeing the phrase where you're like you know what I can still squat. Jeans are always good when you do sweat. And underwear and shit, cause it kind of it keeps the when you work when you work at a job or even if you're walking around the hot sun, it does a really good job of preserving the stankiness that comes from down there. As a uh, as the young ladies would say, the funkiness. I've heard that term a lot from young younger ladies. By younger ladies, I literally mean girls my age. But I'm assuming my audience is mature. So the younger ladies for you. The of age ladies for me, um, they they like mm, funky. I'm not that very good at smelling people's privates at eye level, but apparently there are some people that have like this magic nose where they could just smell if your balls smell really bad. It's like yeah, I'm in gym shorts. I just played basketball for four hours. What do you think I'm gonna smell like? 
But you know what? That's what the jeans are for. They kind of preserve the they kind of preserve the stench, right? The problem is when the hole gets bigger and bigger and over three to four weeks, it's kind of like letting it's kind of like I'm um, getting hit by baseball in the side of a head. And then you leave it untreated. And over two days, you just have this big old swelling bump off the side of your head, right? Kind of like a legitimate, I guess, is like tumor. Uh, and that's kind of like what the rip becomes. It just expands over time if untreated, right? It's like it's like anything with veins. It's kind of like cancer. It's kind of like diabetes and shit. If you don't get ahead of it and treat it when it's right there, ah, uh, fuck. And that's what happened to my pants. The hole, it just got so big. So now we have two problems. I lost weight when I bought these. This is why I hate buying jeans. Because I... I lose weight, and they don't fit. Then I gain weight, and then they're already worn out. Then I buy another jeans. Now I buy them, then I gain weight, and I can't fit. Then I get discouraged. So it's like, uh, it's a scam. Buying jeans is a fucking scam. But, um, but look, the hole in the crotch here, it's just gotten too much, right? Now, I wear sweatpants under the jeans. You know, I'm courteous. I'm not just going to sit here with my fruit of the loom and people see, you know, my rose tip, just hanging out. I'm just not, alright? Like, you know, people say they get high off mushrooms. Um, You know, I wonder if they get high off seeing my uh, mushroom. <laughs> but also, I just like, now, and also now, even with the sweatpants, I can start smelling my funkiness. And with the hole in it, it's just free. And God forbid, if you, here's the worst part, honestly. When you have this hole in the front, and it and by hole, I don't, I don't think I'm doing it justice. Ever seen the Quick Trip? You know Quick Trip? You know the big Q cup? Imagine the lid of the big Q cup. You know like you could probably fit your fist through there? That's how big the hole in my pants is. It's literally like the diameter. The diameter around of a Quick Trip big Q cup. That's how we do it on the Saturday pod. But yeah, the whole my pants, it's like if you were to watch a, I don't know if you guys have ever watched anal gaping porn videos. Never have, because you know, I'm a child of God. I don't watch porn, because you know what? I've never even, you know, let it release watching some stranger do the do. You know what? Because I stay away from that filth that God doesn't want me to do but i'm gonna assume um if 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 you're able to expand the as the kids would call it the cheeks the inner the inner tube if you're able to get it right round right round right round till you go down um and you're able to fit your fists in there. One, maybe you have really small hands. I don't know. But let's just say you have a normal sized man's hands. That's kind of what it feels like when you fart. And as far as I know, not speaking from experience, but typically there's a lot of release when the booty gets that wide. It's just human nature. There's going to be a lot of air. 
tummy house was a breathing no air uh well chris brown might do some things to make sure you can't <laughs> pop in that face uh-huh. you know you might not wake up so you might as well say goodbye oh jesus that's actually not funny i i really need to stop the domestic violence jokes but you know what when you do it you just you know what it is what it is I'm not the one that did it. I'm not going to feel... You should... That's not right to Chris Brown. Well, you know what? Neither is what he did. So, you know what? Either take the jokes or stop being a joke to a woman. But, yeah. What the fuck do I know? But, yeah. uh, When you you pass gas, especially when it's one of those hot, hot, hot summer days. Not even hot summer, but let's just say you're in a hot insular warehouse building just throwing a random thing out there and you are passing gas because you ate taco bell the previous night and it's just now and since you're fasting the gas process follows your fasting process so it waits 16 hours and what if your shift starts relatively 15 to 16 hours after then it all starts coming through so then you're when you're farting or passing gas to keep it appropriate, it's probably going in between the crease seams, which always adds a little extra oomph to the lasting impact, you could say. And then there's a hole in your pants. So not only when you can start smelling your farts and your jeans, it's time. And I think I've gotten to that point where I've pushed the envelope way too far. And also, I at least, I, I at least got three crotch stairs today, which I don't mind. I'm wearing sweatpants under it. And people are like, well, just take the jeans off. You're wearing sweatpants. Like, come on. You know I can't walk around with gray sweatpants. I sweat a lot. Um, <laughs> I don't want no, I don't want no sweat showing up in my booty hole area. And people are like, mm, well, what is this guy? And what if, and then you also got to think for the unforeseen, if you're wearing gray sweatpants, you got to think, man, like it still happens from time to time, but that's what the washer and dryer is for. That's what the, for the tide pods are. Um, I'm surprised someone has to come up with that podcasting, the tide pod. Um, uh, let's see if that's a wave you can catch. <laughs> Pull me in just like a riptide, because I'd be ripping these farts like a motherfucker when it's hot. Um, I think there's also something about warm weather that just kind of relaxes the body to just make you fart. It's weird to fart in the cold. Just an observation. But yeah, uh, when you're getting the cr- and when you're getting the crotch stares. No one has said anything to me at work or public places or my go-to places where I like, you know, I guess I have a friend or two that will keep making fun of my pants. Um, and I just keep them open, man. It's like, hey, maybe it's open for a reason if you get my drift. And one day I felt like I'm going to say it to the wrong person. And they're actually going to be like, well, he said it was open for a reason. And be like, hey, that's sexual harassment. It's like. It's only sexual harassment if they didn't want to see it. Imagine if that was some logic, which it kind of is, honestly. Like, if you're in a workplace or even out in public. If you're just like, you know what? It, like, let's say you get an argument with a dude. And you're like, oh yeah, your dick is small. 
and you pull down your pants in front of his girlfriend or the surrounding ladies of age, we're going to assume of age, he would make that judgment look around. All right, you all look close enough. Pulls down the pants and, oh my God, how did you do that? And if the one girl's like, okay. And then she's like, I can work with that. I doubt she calls it sexual harassment. It's only sexual harassment. It's like going up to a girl. And, you know, if you go up to the wrong one, you know what? She may be a bitch about it if you're ugly or if you're not what she's looking for. Off rip. But then if she looks like, oh, then you know what? It's not creepy. I don't know. But, yeah. But look, the pants. Um, I think I'm taking no moss pantalones a little bit too literal because I don't even know at one point like how big does the hole have to get for it to not even be called pants and I you know what's so funny and I I am so against even though I technically do have one pair but we're not gonna go there um (laughs) I uh I always shit on a friend of mine I remember one time we went to Rue 21 and this man, all the pants he was looking at had phrase, you know, like fake phrase holes in the pants. I'm like, why are you going to pay more for these pair of pants when there's less pants? There's holes in it. It's technically less jean. Whatever it's in jean, it's less of it. Like you're paying 44 bucks for jeans where it's actually missing some jeans. I'm not talking about the billy. Even though it's supposed to hide your billy. Your little bill. Um, <laughs> um, ouch. Actually, that's kind of predatory. But yeah. But you know what? It's kind of weird. Thinking about it. Bill Cosby did literally a kid's show. Little Bill. I know he's technically not in the show. But he created the fucking show. He was literally the reason the show existed. And they're worried about the Cosby show taking that off air. Did they ever take Little Bill off air? I don't know. That's a little bill of goods. Like He's like, alright, look. Fine, you want to take the Cosby show off? I get it. But, you know, these networks still have to get the checks from me. And, boy, it's checking out. Um, But, look. Pants are really hard to get. And I think most men can attest to this. Like just going to a department store, even going to, I don't know if the quote unquote mall stores are technically, like we know the department store at the Macy's, the JCPenney, the Sears. Sears is highly underrated, by the way, for clothing. Um, But then when you get into a little bit more specialized clothing, you got the American Eagle, fuck them in their hours, or lack thereof, I should say. Uh you got the American Eagles, you got the Aeropostels, the Hollister, you got, like I said before, the Rue 21s, these, the mall, basically the mall places, you got, you got these clothing specific stores that are kind of like, alright, like, you know, we actually create some of our own, well, you know, we pay, you know, child labor to do it, but still, we at least independently do this, right, this is our specialty, um, it gets really hard. Like, I don't know if, like, how, how proportioned you have to make my body to perfectly, because it's either, it's either, like, 
either fits the lower half, gets my back thighs pretty well in showing, but then it flattens my ass. And then there's some where it makes my ass a little bit, it makes it look a little bit too juicy. Not trying to give off any sweet vibes. Nah, that's not a sweet tart you want to pull out. Um, <laughs> talk about beads. Keep it a bead. An anal bead. Oh, Jesus. But, uh, look, it it's just hard. I don't know. This sounds like white people problems. Well, when you have none to complain about, you complain about you can't find your perfect jean size. It's like, you know what? I think it's hard for a lot of people. I, I've seen a lot of men in jeans recently. I be, see when you are struggling to find some of yours, you observe others who have you would think have found some. You know, I look at most dudes in my situation wearing jeans and pants. You know what? Theirs don't fit well. Theirs fit. They theirs are like ah, that doesn't fit their body well. Look at me starting to sound like fucking, you know, these extreme makeover you know, judgmental douchebags that used to be on TLC, say yes to the dress. It's like, first of all, you know how bad you have to, I'm sorry, you know how ugly you have to be to look bad in the dress? I'm sorry, you know, unpopular opinion. The dress, first of all, I I do think even like the ugliest of girl. Well, you know, contextualized reasonably, because, you know, there's still a level of ugliness, like, ugh. Uh, <laughs> but even the most mundane, let's just say the most mundane, let's not even use the word ugly, you know, let's be, let's stay a little positive here. Um, even the most mundane of girls, where it's like they're bland, maybe their body, they don't have any, you know, uh, standout parts, let's just say. It's just the flat-chested, five-foot-seven girl, that it's not going to happen. They have no special physical features. And if you get them a decent dress, hey, you do the hair a little bit. Maybe you do like not another team movie. All you have to do is take the glasses off and all of a sudden they're fucking like, you know, a Giselle Bunchin all of a sudden. It's like, how do you go from that to all of a sudden to everyone? She's like Giselle Bunchen, just ready to holy fuck. It's like they used to always over, you know, these old two thousand movies. They always used to just over exaggerate what one small detail can do. And look, it can make a big deal. Don't get me wrong, but Jesus Christ. Um, but yeah, a dress can go a long way for the lady. Just a little fashion advice, because, you know, as a man, I like to push the envelope. But, yeah, look, I think, you know, to wrap up this gene thing, only 30 fucking plus minutes in um, <laughs> of the gene segment, uh, I guess you could say my gene is simming along, simmer. Uh, Jesus, that was so bad. That wasn't even good. I don't even know what the fuck. Damn it, I had the pun and I fucked it up. Um... Uh, but yeah, it's a uh, gene gate. It's funny how like with anything you just add a gate to it. Anytime there's like a slight ooh conspiracy, you know, I here's a conspiracy. Man, still sticking with jeans and pants. I think they perfectly make. I think they purposely make jeans designed to rip. At least mine. 
Why does it always rip in the same spots? Now, maybe I always squat the same. I'm sorry I squat to the form that Coach Reed just belted on my ass. Like, no. You are not doing anything more than the PVC pipe until you get your squat down. Until you get the form perfect. And honestly, you would get it right just because you want to actually start putting some weight on the bar. You don't want to be the one dude in there doing air squats and PVC pipes. You know how much of a embarrass like at the time, you know how much like the embarrassment that is. It's like uh you see you see your best friend over there who weighs 140 pounds squatting 155 and you're over there at 240 fat fuck and can't even and you're sitting there struggling with the PVC pipe. Damn, obesity is a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful, a beautiful. Uh, but yeah, PVC, more like pulmonary, vascular, cuckery. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, yeah, humbling times. But yeah, look, I'm sorry I know how to squat, and I'm sorry my squat equals rip Van Winkle in your eye. Oh, Jesus, Clint. Oh, Jesus. Um, in case for the new audience members, this is a uh, is kind of what it is. A lot of puns, sometimes elongated stories that could have ended 25 minutes ago. Uh, but by the way, I have finished my rough draft of my script today. Why? Um, it actually probably could have gone a little longer, but I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm ending this shit, and I just. Well, I'm not going to give the ending, but basically it's something that in my head before I was like, oh, I'm going to make it go another scene, another two. I'm like, nah, you don't fuck it. Do this in the shit and get the dramatic effect. But yeah, 288 pages on page. Um, I don't like this podcast often page um, more like Ellen DeGeneres page. Oh, Juno. Uh, but yeah. Gosh, listen to this podcast definitely feels like a teen pregnancy. Uh, you were not ready for this, and the second you click the follow button, you're like, oh, fuck, my life is over because I made really bad decisions. If one of my choices is listen to this pod, I need to reevaluate some things. But don't reevaluate yet. Um, but yeah, it's... Uh, it's always the same part, and like like I said, under the cooch, and then now it's literally just like a. It looks like it's just a. It's bigger than a softball size, you know. I'm afraid that I might actually get filed for sexual harassment because it's like, hey, even though I'm wearing pants under the pants, it's still like. Can you just? Mm. And the only reason why I bought these pants were because of my previous job. My boss said, like, hey, you can't wear these pants. Now, granted, those pants were ripped from literally, like, the base of my tip to all around to the base of the other half of, you know, that circle tip. Um, and so she had a point, and I did push it. And I'm like, well, these are all the pants I have, like. You you can't come to work in those tomorrow. You gotta get pants, Clint. You gotta get pants. 
And I was pissed off because I went to the store the next day and I had to buy 34 fucking dollar pants. And that shit pissed me the fuck off. But hey, they lasted seven months before they fucking ripped. It's cool though. No harm, no foul. Um, but damn, I'm definitely chickening around. Chicken run, baby, run. Uh, but look, man, uh, Moral of the story is, uh, I think it's time to throw out the jeans. It's time. Oh, Jesus. Okay. The thicker the rent, the thinner the mint. Um, I am really starting to get... It really has to do... It's, it's pretty self-explanatory, right? Literally, thicker the rent. Rent just keeps just spiking up. And it's like a... It, it's just starting to get absurd. And I'm not even talking about mine specifically. Like, the rent's going to be the same for every month for whatever. Typically, you don't think about these things until you're actually cat when you are actually like cash strapped for a few months, right? It's like, damn, like this shit's real. It's like, god damn, like this shit is fucking insanity. Uh, for example, uh, earlier today, speak of my pants, I walked out my door, right? And my neighbor. They had their door open. She's about to take her dog. I've actually never seen her face. I don't know if she's a new neighbor. I'm just simply not really around the time of days that normal people are home. When I leave the house, simply, I guess she's just never left the house the same time as me. She's like a, oh, she was a girl probably around my age. And she had a German Shepherd. Which I always wonder with German Shepherds. Um, if they see a picture of Hitler, do they do their ears perk up? I don't know. Um, but yeah. But now I was walking out. And of course, as I've said before with the lock, the smart lock, quote unquote, smart would be calling a smart lock smart would be like um, calling this podcast egregiously highly produced I would be lying to your fucking face and so I exit the thing tap it and it makes a dern 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 and it makes the noise like it's fucked up right and of course as I open door and as I'm walking I hear the noise like I know what it is it's not a big deal it's still locked not smartly, but it's kind of like, I'm assuming it's kind of like having, uh, it's kind of like, uh, it's kind of like having Tourette's. It's like, like you say the same thing. I got it the first time. Got what you were saying the first time. Everything after I've just filtered in like, all right, it's just who you are. That's my relationship with my lock. I just accepted yeah, yes, you go on and on about shit. I don't give a fuck. But I'm not even mad about it. It's just who you are. 
I love you for who you are. Just lock the fucking door so no one steals my equipment so I could do the fucking podcast, right? And as I'm walking out, lady had the door open. She was about to take her dog for a walk. And, you know, first of all, you can tell a lot by just a glimpse into so through someone's front door in apartment complexes because apartment complexes, at least this one, typically the front door, through the front door, you can always see the kitchen. It's designed for you to see the kitchen. You see the kitchen, but most importantly, always look what's like at the feet of the front door. Yeah, that's typically where people keep trash, where miscellaneous shit, where it's like, ah, we'll take it out of the morning, right? Of course, I noticed two 12-packs of root beer. Why is that necessary? Not really, but you know what? I see she's uh she's got high blood sugar, right? Probably not the greatest. I don't know if she lives with someone, not that that's relevant, but, you know, she's like, as I'm watching, she's like, hey, uh, I don't think your door locked. And I was like, I was like, yeah, yeah, it just kind of does that thing sometimes. I think my exact words were actually, yeah, no, nah, it's fucked up. And, but yeah, it's still locked. It does what it needs to do. And she didn't say anything. And she just closed the door and continued to walk behind me, walked to my car. Haven't seen her again. And that was early today, so I don't expect to see her again. At least like that. Uh, I don't know, maybe the next conversation will be likewise. <laughs> That'd be so funny if I found out the Quick Trip girl was actually like a neighbor of mine or some shit. I wonder if she would take a quick trip here. And then she could say, mm-hmm. And I wouldn't have a problem with it at that time. And I'll make sure she uh, stays safe out here. Oh, Jesus, Clint. But, yeah. But the situation maximized me, right? And I've talked about the lock thing before. I've talked about the gates. I talk about the gates really not working most of the time. And I've talked about uh, just the unnecessary, the random, hey, by the way, you're not going to have water for nine hours. In the prime time of days where you will probably use water if you need it. Um, oh, yeah, by the way, we're going to cut electricity randomly for a day and a half. Oh, and all this shit in your fridge is going to go out. We're not going to reimburse it. We're just going to say, hey, send you an email. Sorry for the inconvenience. We're working on it. It's like, really? Because it's Sunday and I don't actually see anyone working because you guys don't work on Sundays. And I guess you guys couldn't call someone to, you know, work on Sundays I didn't know electricity stopped on Sundays but okay cool maybe you picked a wrong fucking day for electricity to quote unquote need maintenance how fucking convenient it's cool maybe you have the inner dealings with the grocery stores and it's all a fucking monopoly since people that probably own the apartments probably own these grocery stores probably own these nearby places so when you spend money there you're just giving it to the people who own, who, or literally, what do they call fucking, like, we're, t- like, technically, a uh, renter is a tenant. Whoever fucking, whoever fucking owns these apartment complexes. Those people. 
And they probably own the Wendy's across the street. They probably own the Home Depot near where you live. They probably own whatever fucking Chipotle. They own all these fucking places. So it's literally just this funnel of money going around like the scientific process. They know the hypothesis. They know the conclusion. They know the constant variables. They know the varying variables, whatever the fucking other term. The independent, the dependent variables, the one that's controlled. And they know the process and all that shit. All the money is just going to them. Basically, your whole checks is just going to these people. Which is why we are always fucking poor. There, I said it. You like you think they just randomly like ah let me buy these apartment complexes, rent out five hundred fucking people, charge eighteen hundred a per apartment. Do the fucking math. I'm not gonna do the math for you. That's a lot of fucking money a month. And God forbid if they own a couple fast food places. God forbid if they own the fucking grocery store. God forbid if they open the gas station. God forbid if they open the fucking gyms that have your fucking time. It doesn't even fucking have the equipment that you actually want to use actually fucking works. Like, how the fuck am I paying for a gym membership? And the step climber is always not able to be stepped on or climbed on. And I'm not talking about my current gym, but that's a past gym. Work out fucking anytime. Work out anytime, just not on the step climber, you sex shit. Paying 99 bucks a fucking month for a workout program. Just for, this, just for them to look at you and be like... Yeah, you know, you just got to weigh your chicken. You know what? Weigh these nuts on my chicken breast, all right? You have fucking unseasoned cultured vines, all right? It's cool, though. But anyways, yeah. And it got me to thinking, that, like, the audacity, like, you can't just reduce the rent a couple hundred bucks being the fact of the inconveniences that the lack of fucking the job of the apartment complex to keep things up to date. You're going to charge out of the ass just as you can. And I know you experts, but that's just business supply and demand. It's like, you know what? Sooner or later, the supply and demand, the consumers, the consumers going to be like, you know what? Fuck your supply. I'm going to start demanding that you actually provide the supply. How about that? I'm already paying for the supply. You can't say it's supply. It's just supply and demand. Well, you know what? When I demand what you supply and I pay for what you supply, I expect for you to supply. And if you don't, I want the supply of my demand back by my demand. There. And this one's talking about like we us us poor people, man. We're always getting the short end of the stick. But we pay the thickest of rent. Cause see, we think the rent is just what comes out of your account on the first of the month. Which by the way, I think it should change for February. It's kind of weird how like February, by the way, uh the extra three days you have, you might be able to get an extra check. Yeah, fuck that. Short month. I really believe, you know, they say the short month is for Probably some daylight savings, which daylight savings is one of the biggest fucking bullshit thing. Oh, it's used to save it literally saves the environment for literally a day because let's say the hour early thing, you wake up later, less people are driving. Then guess what? 
everything averages out to the means because guess what then people just actually leave on time the next day and they get back to polluting the air they get back to fucking the environment and they don't give a fuck about your greenhouse effect bullshit so all that daylight is just to keep people on their toes and they do it just because they can i don't care yeah, look, I, I don't care. You're going to pull. Actually, daylight savings is actually for the betterment of sleep. It actually helps. No, it doesn't help anyone. It's just a nuisance. Everyone's always an hour late or an hour early uh, to work the next day because you don't actually get a heads up. Yes, does your phone automatically adapt? Yes. But God forbid if you're old style alarm clock and you're just trying to figure it out. But you know what? It's just there, there. You know what? If time could just be on the same 24-hour cycle without the confusion of daylight savings and whatever the fuck, if February could just go back to being 30 days or 31, I don't know if it ever technically was 30 or 31 days, but you know what? Just make it 30 days. There's no reason for one month to have 28 or 29. It just throws everything fucking off. It's just so fucking stupid. And it fucks up like, oh, I have to, like, you were literally getting extra, you were getting money quicker. I'm paying the same rent to live here two or three less days than these other months. February rent should be at least fucking, I don't know, $80 cheaper, 100 bucks cheaper. I mean, Jesus, something, help a motherfucker out. I mean, obviously, like, I have, a, I have a hole the size of Jenny Finch's underhand softball in my pants. That literally could fit, like, three girls' hands in there at a time if I was into, you know, digging. She took my money. Uh, but, yeah, look. It, it, uh, it just seems like the ref- the feeling I get is not refreshing. I don't get that. What's that? I don't get that fresh minty feeling. Was it Dentine Ice, where it's the British girl over the thing? Or oh no, Orbit Gum. Oh, ironically, Orbit Solar System Daylight Savings Short Months. Oh, Orbit. I guess it's all in fucking Orbit. We have the little telescope. We have fucking trash that's thrown out there. Things flying out there. They're like 8,000 pounds. That if we were just to go out there float. And a fucking next thing you know. The wing of a random fucking. You know. uh, Space thing that they plant on the moon. Because you know it did really fucking happen by the way. And it just fucking sideswiped you in space. You would be fucked. But it's cool. We're so worried about trashing the earth, but we're just trashing the whole fucking solar system with metal, with fucking missiles and all this shit. We got Ukraine getting invaded by Russia. I don't really know what's going on there, but I've seen the interview. I'm assuming it's not that much different from the North Korea situation. Pretty sure. By the way, episode 34, one of the most viewed and listened episodes, actually is the most viewed and listened episode on this podcast history. With over 3,000 plays, just not bragging, but I'm shooting the shots of my own pod. Um, watch that interview with Ye- Yeonmi Park. She's got a set, and I'm not talking about, you know, the uh, double post set down low where you press 
the B button on the Xbox. Like, hey, you do the on, you do that as you go play. Like Enos Cantor, post up because you have a ninety in the post. Random decent player in the post, uh, but you have a fifty-eight on defending the post. Good thing I don't give a fuck about defense. But in my defense, I'm just standing up for us poor people. Yeah, I don't mind calling myself poor. Poor me. Poor me. Another drink. But look, to conclude the pod, you know what? I felt like it's time to wrap it up just because I want to. The thicker the rent, the thinner the mint. Rent is really like when you think about like the Orbit gum. Rent is literally just like chewing gum every fucking day. You're technically paying every day, right? Technically, you do the math. You're paying every single day to live there. And it's cool. Like, okay, I have a place to live. It's better than not. I'm not saying, I'm not making like renting is the worst thing in the world. There's just certain things you think about, like, oh, that's kind of, hmm, okay. And you're just chewing, it, it's, renting is literally like someone chewing gum for like 40 minutes, spinning out on the ground, stomping their feet on it, getting on the bottom of the shoe. Then walking across New York City for three hours on the subway, off the subway, step on a homeless man's foot. The next thing you know, it gets stuck to the bottom of someone's briefcase when the guy with the briefcase went down to tie his shoes. The dude actually bumps his knee into the dude tying his shoes. And it's like, oh shit, my bad. And then he actually stepped on his briefcase. Then the gum's on the briefcase. The guy in the briefcase goes on the bus that you're on. And then he says, hey, want a piece? And he's like, oh, shit, I can't find gum. And then you just take the gum off his briefcase and you just start chewing. And it has a little weird taste to it. But it's like, meh. It's still gum. It's refreshing. And rent is just literally orbiting in your account. Because the thicker the rent, the thinner the mint. And that is episode 117 of the Off and Beat Podcast. One of the more free-flowing ones I've done in a while. That actually felt like I got a lot of value. Moral of today's pod is uh, switch your jeans once in a while. Um, don't be afraid to get tailored jeans. Um, and, you know, rent. Rent's getting thicker, but the reward of the minty fresh breath. It's getting thinner. Or maybe if you're in thin mint condition. Oh, Jesus. Because if you're a pedophile, there's always the girls, the scouts, and their, oh, Jesus, Clint, and their cookies. Oh, Jesus. You are, you are a monster. A cookie monster. Hey, there's a joke. I just thought of a joke on the spot. What do you call, what do you call a pedophile? <laughs> What do you call a what do you call a pedophile that likes thin mints? The cookie monster. <laughs> Alright, that was episode 117 of the Off and Me Podcast. Don't forget to like, comment, subscribe, follow the pod. Maybe the introduction to the essay at the end always works. Follow the pod. 
hit the notification bell, follow on any podcast app you use, leave a review. But most importantly, guys, or ladies, and if you're a lady, let a guy do the following. Suck some titties. And that is, that's that shit. Yeah. Whew. Uh, I guess it's fair to say there's Samoan where that came from. Oh, Jesus. Feeling like the rock out here. Oh, Jesus. Oh, baby, can I hold your hand? Yes, you can.